there's multiple shapes and sizes to decide that a real fat guy is just a bear and it's hitting an animal. Well, it's not going to hit a bear. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. But it will determine the, the... Launch speed? Launch speed? Launch speed? <laughs> Stop, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put my words together. You're rushing me. Am I helping? No, not at all. No one else can see my hands. Welcome to Launch Speed. Welcome to Launch Speed, the podcast where we give you the latest tech news and bear facts. I'm Brendan. Oh, and I'm Zach Wright. Oh, and I'm Brendan. Oh, nice. All right, let's just, we're just, we've changed the format, but let's just roll into it. How was your week, dude? My week? Or last two weeks, I guess. Yeah. yeah. We, we kind of cheated and pre recorded an episode, released it last week. To Nobody even noticed. I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, the last two weeks were pretty uneventful. Okay. In terms of anything exciting happening. Did anything terrible happen? No. Oh wait, I got a new vehicle. Oh yeah, that's I right. Ju- I bought I bought the Jeep from Ma- your parents. Mango Tango Pearl. I mean, I I really do like the color. It's like a burnt orange. Yeah. I would. It's Mango Tango. I who decided to name it that? I don't know. I mean, that's that's clearly marketing for not men. <laughs> and I have it. Yeah. So, it's a cool looking color though it would look better if the uh, all the plastic parts hadn't turned gray that's one thing i i am replacing is i'm gonna replace them all with uh just steel metal no that's a little that's carbon a little he- fiber it's a little heavy uh, carbon fiber i was thinking either plastic dipping them no it actually looks really clean except for i feel like they get a lot of wear and that stuff comes off pretty easy but okay I don't know why the fenders would get a lot of wear. They don't rub against anything. Everything on the road, I guess the underside of them. Yeah, yeah. They're not that. All right, whatever, man. Whatever. Yet. Yeah. No, I that, think it that, would look that, real that crisp look to have just a uh, jet black fenders. It would look better than them being like old plastic. Yeah, agreed. For sure. That'd and be cool. That's and then idea. I'm gonna put yeah, wait. No, spray paint them. Just spray paint them black. I refuse. Yeah, do it. I refuse to do any kind of spray painting you on any vehicle. You would fit right in with the people that you work with. That's true. I'd have urban camouflage on. Urban camo. <laughs> but other than that, nothing really exciting. Uh, I get to, I get to work by myself all the time now. I'm Yay. not. I don't. It's not even like I'm allowed to have a partner. If I if I'm working with somebody, like let's say a foreman in the morning is like, hey, you need to help with this, these guys hang ceiling today. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, cool. I'll go do that, and I I start helping them. And then another foreman comes find me. Like he finds me in the middle of the day. He's like, "What are you doing down here?" I'm like, oh, "I was told to help." He's like, "I need you up on the seventh floor, you know, putting in fire extinguisher cabinets or fixing things." I'm like, "Okay, who am I working with?" He's like, "No, it's just you. Here are the blueprints. If you have a question, call me." And then he mm-hmm. just leaves me alone. That's kind of nice. It is. I don't know whether it's not because they don't trust me to do any kind of big project, or they can trust you to do something on your own. That that. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, some people, if you would just leave them to kind of... If you give them a, a a task without supervision, they'll just sit on their thumbs. Like this kid I used to work with would do that. And, I mean, we he went somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> but some people, like... This is what I've been doing for two and a half years now at my current job. Is, just sitting on your thumbs? Is just, like, making my own stuff to do. Oh, because it's it's pretty free for them but some people will take advantage of that and just do nothing so i mean the more they trust you the more you can do that the more you can kind of be on your own and do whatever at your own pace yeah if i'm walking around the building and i look like i'm doing nothing 
that's really what I am doing because I've currently I've finished every task I've been given and I it's kind of, it's an unwritten rule but you're not supposed to just assume you can go do something and do it because there's all these you know rules regulations yep. protocols cuz like let's say I want to go like I know I can finish this wall off and I finish the wall off but let's say a part of it didn't pass inspection then we have to undo all of my work reinspect right. it I have to do that work and then it gets inspected and that's just not what they want to do so the foreman see me walking around. They're like, how are you, Zach? And then we have a conversation. And then they, they don't even ask me what I'm doing. Everyone else, they're like, what are you doing? Like, what, like, what is your, what, what, if, what were you given to do today? For I'm, me, I'm done. I'm finished. For me, it's just like, I hope you're doing okay. Like, you know, hope your mom's all right. Everything's good. All that. Hmm. So, yeah, that's all it is. Either that or they're just fixing to get rid of you. That is, <laughs> I, I feel like it's on the way, but I'm the only apprentice who doesn't who hasn't missed either consistently or missed gigantic gaps. I mean, I'm going to miss a huge, I'm going to miss two weeks in September, but that's here nor there. It's there. Right. But it's not here yet. And it's not there yet either. Anyways. (laughs) uh, Yeah. I've had a couple of good, good weeks. I didn't ask you or care. Yeah. I just, I stopped caring about what you were saying. (laughs) So I just figured we'd move on. Uh, I've had some good weeks at work, some exciting stuff coming up. Nothing really worth getting into detail about, but it's been nice. It's like, it's cool that, uh, you know, I've been really focused on what I've been doing. And so the day just flies by and I'm like, Oh God, I have to go home already. Not like that. Oh, but it's like, (laughs) I want to, I want to finish what I'm doing, you know? Oh, I get that. It sucks to like kind of, stop in the middle of it i'd rather go home obviously but uh it's 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 a been a nice change because i feel like I've, I've got more you know concrete stuff to work on and it's it's just, it's just been good that's all uh also last weekend i i talk a lot of trash about teslas you do i really do i got to ride in one last weekend and it was pretty freaking awesome was the interior dope it was. I, I will say the giant like iPad thing in the dashboard uh, that's for all the navigation and entertainment and whatnot. I think it looks kind of stupid. Okay. And it's it's just kind of big, and it's not actually in the dashboard. It kind of sits out from the dashboard. So that yeah. I I don't like the look of. Seems but besides abrupt. that, I mean, it was like it was like uh, I think it was white or really light tan leather. And the interior was pretty cool. I that my favorite part is the top of the Tesla is all glass, so you can see through. I mean, it's really tinted, so you're not going to get really hot or anything. But you can see through, which is really cool as a passenger. Okay, pointless as a driver. I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy's so nice. But it was really cool. Zero to sixteen. I think it. I think it was two point nine seconds or something like that. It's sub three. I know that. So very fast, and I mean. Is, does it feel like a yeah. punch in the gut? No, it's it's like a plane taking off. The the guy oh. whose Tesla it was, he said that it gets more G's than a plane taking off. I don't know if that's true or not, uh, but it was pretty significant. Super cool. I mean, I don't know planes accelerations. I I don't either, but it it was pretty awesome. So, I'm jealous. I wish you had waited because I apparently I showed up just like yeah, you what? showed up like 20 minutes too late. Yeah. I I, sh- I was thinking about it and I was like I was just like hey like can I can you take me for riding your Tesla and he was like yeah do you want to go now and I was like yeah ah <laughs> uh, dude I I saw it and I was like man I wish I could ride in that just so Oops. I can I we both talk trash about Tesla but I wanted to ride one because I've heard 
good things about the performance. Yeah, performance is good. Everything else is meh. Meh. Yeah. Not worth the price tag. No, I mean, yeah. If if I could get that Tesla, the seventy five thousand dollar Tesla for a reasonable price, huh. with like warranties and everything, so that I knew that it like because I I can't fix a Tesla if it, if it breaks. Yeah, obviously that's just <laughs> you you get you got to be super well trained in order to do that. And so yeah, obviously I can't do that. Uh, gasoline engines you can kind of pretty much YouTube it and uh, fix most things. But yeah, it's just too expensive. If it was okay. cheaper, if it was cheaper, I'd, I'd so the roundabout answer is you don't want one. If it was significantly cheaper, but I wouldn't want the Model Three because the performance is lacking. It's not. I, I don't give a shit about the fact that it's an electrical car. I care about the performance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's fair enough. No, no, totally fair. Yeah. Were there any dislikes that happened for you in the last two weeks? No, not really. Really? Yeah. Nothing. Pretty much. That's nice. Yeah. I only have one little story, and it's my own fault. Absolutely. I can't blame a single other person. Okay. I'm glad that you started out with that because I read what you wrote here, and I was like, why are you talking about this? Because it's obviously just you being an idiot. So my dad told me that I had to be at the dealership at 4 on, I think it was Thursday. So two Thursdays ago. And I said, yeah, I'll be there, Dad, of course. And I get out of work, and I'm driving. And I, I'm like, is there's no traffic. It's like the first, it's only a few times that that ever happens that like I beat everybody basically out of work that day. And I'm driving along and I'm looking down the southbound 495. I'm like, man, that would suck to be in that traffic. Like that looks miserable. Like it's stop and go bumper to bumper. And I'm just going 75. I'm like, this is a good day for me. And I get go off on exit 31, which is where I live on the Beltway. And I suddenly realized that I'm not supposed to be at my apartment. I'm supposed to be at this dealership in an hour. And oh, I'm now north of DC. I was like, this is the worst. If I had just left work, I would have gotten there at like 325. Instead, I got there at 420, like four or 430 something. Wow. Had nice. to sit in traffic for over an hour because I'm an idiot. Yep. And that I really disliked. I really disliked the DC area. That I... I dislike traffic in the DC area is, I mean, they it's either DC, LA or Honolulu. That's the worst traffic in the country, but it's one of those three. How does Honolulu make that list? Because they don't have very great infrastructure and they have a lot of people. Huh? Yeah. It's, it's one of the three of them. It shifts back and forth. Sometimes I've seen DC be the worst. I've seen LA be the worst. I've seen Honolulu be the worst. Uh, I'd say DC is probably the worst. I well the two seventy spur for those who live around here yeah, is the worst traffic you could possibly imagine. Uh yeah. Yeah, there was a traffic jam in China one time that lasted nine days. Wow. There's that traffic jam uh that a semi flipped over and the people who were directly behind the semi flipping over uh were there till three o'clock in the morning. Wow. From a six o'clock accident. I got stuck in um about three hours of traffic on the beltway one time because a diesel truck spilled yeah that i think that's what makes the traffic around here so bad is it's so high speed and there is a lot a lot of truck traffic there's a lot of everything traffic it's just really congested even if you're going 80 miles an hour there's a there's a car within 10 feet of you in every direction yep sometimes even on the shoulder 
sometimes, sometimes. even on shorter. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you got anything else for that? Nope. Particular. No nope. Segment. Okay, uh, we are gonna try and start taking social media more seriously. No, we're not. We're probably not gonna, <laughs> but we're gonna try. So go follow us on Twitter, you peasants. Twitter. That's Twitter. where we're making our moves. Apparently, apparently that's a good that's, platform. That's the place to be. Apparently, that is where it is. Also, I've realized over the last couple of weeks and have kept forgetting to mention it on the podcast. Mike, where are you? I think I think he's fallen ill. You think? I, I think something terrible has happened to him because there's no way he has missed writing us an email. Yeah. I th- he must have lost his hands or yeah, something. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, I can't think of any possible reason he wouldn't give us that comedy gold every week. It was. I, I truly enjoy feedback for the most part from everybody. Okay. There's, there's a few people okay. I could list feedback from. All right. I wish- feedback, Zach. You suck. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. That's the feedback oh. I get. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Mike's feedback is just primo. Most people don't like Mike feedback. I hate uh, you so much. Uh, also, happy birthday, Doug, our Doug? number one fan. Yeah, Doug's bir- happy birthday. Doug's birthday Doug. was this week. Is the only time that I've like realized it was somebody's birthday, somebody important, somebody's birthday, while looking at the Google Doc for the podcast. <laughs> and so I wrote it down. <laughs> nice. Happy yeah. birthday, Doug. Happy birthday, Doug. Congrats on being another year older and another year closer to death. But like, and in you know light of his birthday, yes, I think I'm going to show him some of my bear bits. Please do. I think it would be best. I really don't get people, man. Like I get, I get wanting to save animals. Right. I get, I get that. Like right. I would save an animal off the side of the road if I could. Besides, yep. like a rodent or, or a, deer. a deer. Those can die all the time. But what about a what about a bobcat? Would you Ooh. save a bob a, a slightly wounded bobcat? If Ju- I could, what, okay, we'll call it a juvenile bobcat. If I could corral it, I would try. What are you gonna do? Sing to it? I didn't say serenade it. I oh. said corral it. <laughs> well, still, what are you gonna do? I don't know. I would attempt though. But this gentleman in Florida saved a bear from drowning. How? So. Back in June of 2008, a 375-pound male black bear was wandering around a residential neighborhood looking for food, obviously. Uh-huh. So they called uh, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Service, and they came out, and they were going to tranquilize the bear and then move it to another area. But that didn't go as planned. I just want to interject here. Uh, for our British listeners, 375 pounds is about 27 stone. Continue. All right. So a 27-stone-pound bear, they're like, we're going to tranquilize it. It's not 27 stone pounds. It's just 27 oh, right. stones. Sorry. I'm not... Don't the British use pounds as well? Pound sterling. That's right. You know, they're, they're all... And they use... For some reason, they use stone. Okay. Stop interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> they hit the bear with a tranquilizer dart, and they're like, yes, it's down. And the thing got up and kipped off. Towards the water. Well, they they obviously used a tranquilizer dart for twenty four stone instead of twenty seven stone. Yeah, they didn't they didn't actually know the weight. They took a good guess and it was wrong. The, their calculation from pound to kilogram then into stone was just wrong. Agreed. So kips off into the Gulf of Mexico. Oh yeah. And okay. The, Going on a little vacation, <laughs> and a Mexican the, vacation, and a biologist with a sombrero. Who was in charge? Some margaritas. I you stop interrupting me for like two seconds. Wasn't stop me. it. Wasn't me. 
this biologist was like, I can't let this bear go out and drown because this tranquilizer will set into effect and, and it will drown. So he swims out in front of it and stops it from swimming, grabs it, and lifeguard swims back, dragging a 375-pound bear in the water to shore. I don't think I could drag a 3.75-pound bear through the water. No, he, he got... Wait, does it float? Do bears float? The, yes, the, he said the buoyancy of the bear was super helpful. Oh, yeah, because otherwise it's just like... I mean, what is what is a pair of concrete shoes weigh? <laughs> about 375, <laughs> 27 stone for those. Or maybe about tree 50. About tree 50. So he said he was more worried about getting stung by a stingray out there than the bear actually causing physical damage to him. This guy has a lot of faith in Smokey. Yeah, but he saved the bear. One arm underneath the bear... Uh, and the other gripping the scruff of his neck to keep its head above water, and he swam back by just kicking. So did he? W- wow. Yeah. So did he wait for the bear to like pass out before? No. He he went out there before it could submerge. So it was just a little drunk. Yeah. Basically. And he he just he said he couldn't watch it, and the bear scratched him on the foot. That's all. He, that's the only injury he was sustained. What a lucky. Well, okay. He's a he's a wildlife biologist. Yeah. Okay. Somewhat luck. Somewhat skill. Okay, you know I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go twenty percent luck, one hundred and fifteen percent skill. <laughs> I just kudos to this guy, man. Like, good for you, excellent. You know, humanitarian is that humanitarian efforts? I don't know. He tranked him first. That's true, but still, he he made sure the bear didn't come to any harm. Yeah, well, did good for him. I mean, I'm I'm glad that was the end result. I'm glad this di- guy didn't get mauled. It would be a slightly better story had he got mauled and then the bear drowned anyways. <laughs> but, you know, it, I'm glad it worked out this way. Yeah. That but, poor bear though. That um, is a tough day. Just looking for some food, <laughs> gets stung by a bee, gets real drunk feeling and then starts to drown and some asshole comes out and <laughs> snatches him up by the neck and drags him back to land. Yep. Yep. Wow. What, what a story. What, that is an excellent story. That was a good one. That was a good one. I enjoyed that. Those are my bear bits, though, Doug. I hope you enjoyed them. Happy I'm birthday. sure he did. <laughs> hope you're having a good commute there, Doug. <laughs> Let's move into our news. I want to talk about something serious for a second. Oh, no. It is mildly political. Very serious, though. Okay. Uh, the government... Again, for the second time in recent years, has been pushing for tech companies to include a backdoor to their encryption methods so yes. that the uh, the government, when necessary, can unlock, for instance, an Apple phone or, you know, other different communications. Uh, there is no fucking way to do this without making everything less secure. Yeah, it's you also the government's a terrible person to trust with security. I mean... Not well, with not with security, but with your security, they don't yeah. care about your security, right? It's it, there's no possible way to implement this backdoor without making everything less secure, and it's just a terrible, terrible idea. Australia actually they passed some laws that allowed the government to do this, and things just kind of went haywire. Uh, I mean, the criminals just stopped using the internet because the government at any point could make somebody else give up such and such to decrypt some communication or they can uh, plant malware on people's computers legally in order to decrypt communication and just all kinds of sketchy stuff. And 
that's kind of similar, similar in principle, but just decrypting your communications by the government willy-nilly, terrible idea. If you feel strongly about this, I recommend you call your congressmen and senators because this is absolutely absurd that anybody would suggest this. Is this a, are you for real? Yeah. Okay. I, it, it, this is a huge threat to everybody. Okay. I, I stand behind you. Okay. I'm in, I'm in agreement. I just thought, at first I thought you were doing a little bit. No, I'm being dead serious. As a computer engineer and a certified hacker, this is a dangerous, dangerous idea. So you are an expert, actually. I am an expert, a professional expert, and this is retarded. Yeah. Oh, wait, can't say that word anymore. Stupid as fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but if you, I, obviously, I don't know where you can find your congressman's numbers or emails. Do you know where they could find it? Uh, www.us.gov. Gotcha. I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but get in contact, obviously. Brendan does feel strongly about this. I don't feel as strongly. I, I agree with him, but I'm I you know, I'm not gonna comment. I just thought I'd put it out there for anybody who isn't up to date, who who doesn't uh who's may have heard of this because it's been a push recently. It was a push in the Obama administration as well. Uh, for people who've heard about this and don't know enough technologically in order to come to their own decision about it. I just want them to listen to me and, and take my word for law. Uh. <laughs> well, didn't it become a huge push after some terrorist incident in California? I forget where it was. Yeah, I think San Bernardino, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it was something like that. And they wanted to unlock the iPhone, and right. Apple was like, we're not doing it for you. Also, they they couldn't. Yeah. But they also did. They wouldn't agree to creating a backdoor and it's good on the tech companies for not agreeing to do this because it's just it's bad practice and it's dangerous but i'm ready to move on good you asked last week or two weeks ago if i ever thought there would be a tv show as good as game of thrones yes and i said yes and one of the things i listed was lord of the rings tv show Mm -hmm. i read an article this week that it is expected to be the most expensive tv show in history and that is quite a statement. I just want you to know they haven't actually filmed anything yet. They've spent $250 million just on the rights to make this show. They didn't, again, Woo. haven't filmed anything. $250 million just so that they could maybe make it. They're going to make it for yeah. sure, but just for the rights alone. This That's is, crazy. Do you think it'll hit over a billion in production cost? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Game of Thrones was, uh, what, looking at $40, $50 million an episode for, I think, the last two seasons, more or less. This is, and, and again, I watched the documentary. It's, it's obvious that so much money goes into that because there's so many moving parts. But yeah, Lord of the Rings, it's going to be on par. There's, there's going to be so much CGI, and that's really expensive, the time-consuming yeah. part. And uh, I expect them to do more than one season probably four or five maybe eight i'm stoked now uh, i yeah. i really they're thrones, trying hard game of thrones sure. made me appreciate how much better quality you get out when you invest a good amount like the right amount of money for something and just tv shows are better than movies yes. i stand behind that uh, not in all cases but most of the time i'd stand behind that. i've enjoyed more TV shows than I have enjoyed movies. Especially because a movie, you know, you can only really enjoy it once. Yeah. And after that, it's like, okay, 
yeah sure it was a good movie but but a tv show you can keep coming back and keep getting new content new plots you know and uh a deviation from the storyline twists and yeah it's just it's just a lot longer living there agreed yeah. i once again i stand behind you okay you're you're full like last last time you were like full of optimism and had me all happy this time you're just like saying the right things and i'm just like okay i'm down for it just a note uh i said that it hadn't begun production yet not expected to begin production till 2020 that's a long time to wait i know so we're I, we're looking at 2021 maybe 2022 for this show to come out watch it be amazing production awesome cinematography and the storyline is god awful or better yet an amazing storyline and b movie actors they just get like random people from <laughs> off the street is like mr frodo <laughs> <laughs> i sure hope not no, that'd be terrible. I'm, I I know they're looking at big talent for this, and it's exciting. But speaking of big money coming our way, sort of, not really. One hundred twenty-five dollars is yours to claim. Sort of, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. So Equifax, they had their breach a couple of years ago, two thousand seventeen. They a had to pay a hundred forty-four million dollar settlement. To everyone affected. Unfortunately, I was affected by this. Uh, you can look it up and, and enter your information, and it says yes or no. You were or were not affected. So, uh, I think it was last week uh, on the twenty sixth of July, you were able to claim up to one hundred twenty five dollars just for being affected. Uh, you can claim a lot more than that if you were affected and spent time mitigating the issues, or up to twenty thousand dollars if you were actually affected by identity theft. I was not affected by identity theft. Didn't spend any time mitigating <laughs> issues. So I was like, yeah, cool. 125 bucks sounds better than 10 free years of credit monitoring, which doesn't really do much anyways. And I already have. Yeah. It just tells you that your credit's been stolen. Not yeah. that. Which they make a very big point of in those uh, commercials. Uh, I forget what the commercials are for, but somebody's robbing a bank and he's like, oh, I'm not a security guard. I'm a security alarm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you could claim 125 bucks or 10 years of free credit monitoring, but so many people were like, I want the 125 bucks that on July 31st, five days later, they were like, mm, oh, nope, 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 nope. Uh, due to overwhelming and unexpected interest, which I think is some BS. $125 is nothing for the fact that your social security number and all of your personal information was leaked with it. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. So I went ahead and uh, did it anyways before this went into effect. I'd caught it in the first couple of days. So I'm hoping that I get a $125 check in the mail. I do not expect it. But it would be nice. It would be nice. I was going to say that if you were affected by this breach, you should submit a claim. But I don't think it's going to make a difference now. You could still get the 10 years of credit monitoring. but Yeah. It's just an, know, it's just an alarm. Too. Yeah. Right. And most most credit cards today offer free credit monitoring. Like Discover does it for me. Yeah, exactly. My several credit cards do it for me. Yeah, they send me an email every month saying, we haven't found your social security number on any sketchy websites or dark web. Mm, like, yeah, it's like, your credit score has improved. Yay. <laughs> Thanks. Awesome. And more, more big money news. We've actually got a few things about money in here, don't we? Probably, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So... Without reading this, and I know you've already read the article, can you guess how much money Microsoft has invested in AI development? I wrote it right here. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> I, you said you weren't going to read it. Yeah, and then I changed my mind. Okay. It's a billion. 
Yeah, it's one, a lot of money. One billion dollars in AI development, and this is the same company that developed. Uh, it's OpenAI, and they had the AI that beat all of the professional Dota players a couple months ago. Uh, some yeah, something like that. I forget exactly when it was, but yeah. And so we talked about it a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. Um, it just absolutely destroyed the real people in the game. Yeah. So OpenAI, they haven't said what they're trying to develop besides um, the creation of AGI, which is artificial intelligence that has the same kind of mental development that a human does. Okay. So pro- problem solving, uh, conclusions. They've already they already tested a couple of things, and a lot of people were concerned about it because it could write fake news articles that seemed legit, had f- hard facts in it and whatnot, and then twist the story or fake song lyrics oh. that made made sense to the human perspective. So, I think we've talked about that one too. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So that's this is the same company, and now they've had a billion dollars shoved into them. And this was an Elon Musk company anyways, so it's not like they were hurting for cash, but oh my God. Yeah. I mean, AI really is the future of yeah. technology, for sure. Like, it'll make most computer jobs obsolete. You're gone, brother. I'm gone. <laughs> Mine will always be relevant, but... uh, <laughs> Yeah, I... I don't know how I feel about AI intelligence. I don't think I'll ever consider that a sentient being. No. So I never have a problem with us like pulling the plug on something. Right. Especially when if something becomes dangerous. Yeah. Then but they 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 were stressing how important the safety of the AI was, and I wish this article was a little more clear on that. Because are they talking about the safety of the AI itself or the safety of the AI like like its safety to us? Like, is it safe for us to be in contact with it? I get that one. I don't get the other the other part that you were trying to say. That they're saying that like this AI is a is a sentient being, therefore we should protect its safety. Oh no, 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 not that one. Okay, it's the other one. It, okay, it needs to be safe for us. We don't want to make anything that's gonna decide that humans are a virus and kill us all. I, right. I believe is what I believe that's that's what they're trying to so say. So we ever turn defense systems over to AI? Ooh, I don't know. Probably on a small level, not, uh, and maybe we, we will, uh, you know, the big decisions will be influenced by AI, but they should never be made by AI. <laughs> that, like, if we had an AI that could analyze the situation and give you percentages of outcomes, and then you could pick your decision off of that, that would be pretty cool. Unless it was just messing with you and doing and telling you percentages based on what it wanted you to do. That, doesn't that go into the like can a computer lie can they it depends on whether or not you program it to lie shiz now <laughs> <laughs> but that's all i have about open ai and the development of their aig agi on the topic of things that involve money uh netflix has recently increased the price of their u.s subscriptions right yeah uh, you know what they're doing in India? I actually did not read this article. Super decreasing them. You can now get in India a mobile-only Netflix plan for $2.80 a month. Unlimited access to Netflix India, whatever whatever's on there, I don't know, for two less than 3 bucks a month. I mean, that is crazy cheap. Is it because their currency's worthless? No, it's because it's so competitive. Uh, so, I mean, things like Spotify 
and Apple Music also have cheaper plans because I I don't know. I mean, what's three times, you know, 400 million, right? It's yeah. a lot of money. So the more people, of- I guess, you can get to subscribe to it, doesn't matter how cheap it is, you're still going to be making a profit, especially with something that's as easy as Netflix or Apple Music. Because they've already got the infrastructure. Yeah. They just got to allow it to happen in that country. But, I mean, it is... So so I get it's it's a capitalistic thing. Um, they're just competing each other, competing with each other. Why don't we do that in the U.S.? That's what I'm saying. Why can't... How are they raising our prices <laughs> and making a $3 plan in India? Can I route my plan through India? No. I don't think you'd want to. I think most of the content on there is probably indian centric because they there's different things on different I countries yeah so there's some things even in great britain that you can't get in the u.s huh and uh great britain recently passed a law forcing companies like netflix and amazon prime to have a certain percentage of their media filmed or produced in that country in great britain Okay. All so right. Netflix is probably going to be taking down a lot of American content in Great Britain. So, yeah, different things. There, there are like browser extensions, browser add-ons that you can get that allow you to see uh, Netflix in other countries and see their content. Huh. Pretty cool. I have to go check that out. Yeah. I wonder if it's a bunch of Hollywood. Like it's called Bollywood, right? In Bollywood. India. Yep. It's all knockoff of U.S. films with Indian. Actors? Jeez, yeah. wow, that took a while. <laughs> I, I suddenly drew a blank. <laughs> With Indian uh, I almost said cuisine. Pencils. I almost said cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a bunch of curry in there. Uh, yep. It's, yeah. it's Mission Impossible, except instead of pizza, it's curry. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, no, no. I don't know. This I find this irritating. Why are you irritated? Because it's so cheap. We both cheap. support capitalistic yes, ideas. Yes, but it's so cheap. They could be doing this in the U.S. Basically, what it says about us as consumers is we're suckers and we'll pay for anything. Yeah, Apple released a $1,000 stand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we just, as consumers, paid, voted, I should say, with our wallets, then we could be having $3 Netflix plans. <laughs> you know? I think we also need a, a little more people. For this to... Uh, well, okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> what is it? India's more than... Three tr- billion? I th- it was three billion when I was learning about it in school. So by now, it's probably like mm, 12 billion. Okay. Checks good. out. Good. Math checks out. Good math. Good <laughs> and math. we have about 330 million. Yeah. So, wow, that's a lot, of, a lot more people. Yeah. So I think we just need to start having more babies and yeah. we'll get lower prices. Okay. Don't look at me like that. A lot of other issues there, Don't but yeah, look okay. At me like that. All right, all right. I'm not the answer to you having children. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think at that point it's time to move on. Is it? So we've been talking about foreign countries a lot today. We have been. And you know what I would want if I was a spy in a foreign country? What would you like? Contacts that zoom in. Contact lenses that can zoom in. Like the the spy movies that they all they all they i'm sure there's like there's a few i can think of that i've seen that kind of technology in uh-huh. it's always the zoom and enhance uh-huh. concept it's so, real now is it it's real now scientists in san diego at the university of california have created a prototype contact lens that is controlled by the eyes movements 
If you blink twice, it zooms in. What if you get something in your eye? And you just... <laughs> zooming in, zooming out a lot. Yeah, no, that'd be, that'd be bad. That'd be bad. Like, is it like a like? Is it gonna be have to be like a hard blink? Like, not like that. Like we blink naturally, but like, is it like you kind of like have to close? It's, pr- like... it's gonna be like Microsoft Windows, where you have to when you want to double click something. You have to double click it within a certain amount of time. Okay. Now, I guess if you're not very good at blinking, you can turn on shift or uh, sticky keys or sticky, well, sticky blinks. Sticky blinks. Sticky blinks. <laughs> and so then you'll have more time to blink twice. <laughs> is that what sticky keys are? That's what sticky keys is, yeah. When you press shift like eight times, do you want to turn on sticky keys? It's, it's for people, I don't know, I guess Parkinson's. Who like can't type very well, so you have to hold down the key in order for it to press. Uh, so it takes like five million times longer to type a word in. Huh? Yeah, I that's what that. they do. Yeah. So same concept. If you're not very good at blinking, or if you have like uncontrollable rapid eye movement, <laughs> uh, then then I guess they'll do that. Probably not. Uh, but this is this is just in the early phases of development. But how do you do? You have any idea how it works? Uh, you blink twice and it zooms in. Oh, okay, so you don't know any of the science behind it. So it's controlled by electrical signals generated by your eyes when they make a movement, such as blinking, known as electrocholographic signals. And so you are you are capable of emitting these even as you're sleeping. Uh, but if your eye can't see anything, you'll still move your eye and still generate this signal, which is weird, but... I don't know. Don't throw away your reading glasses or binoculars quite yet. It's still early days. Uh, Gizmodo actually reported that the prototype only functions in a special rig and test subjects have a series of electrodes placed around their eyes. Scientists do hope that their invention can Why be used to process reading this article, man? Adjustable glasses and remotely operated robotics in the future. Thanks. Does that answer your question? Thanks for reading it, but no, it doesn't. Oh, I, what, was your, what was your question? I'm interested. Is it is it like a tiny battery? Like, so, uh, University of California, San Diego have created Please a prototype. Stop. Please stop. It uses the electric okay. signals from your eyes. That's just to activate it, though. Yeah, that that's what powers it as well. Oh, it's okay. just like a little magnifying glass inside of a contact. Gotcha. Thank you, Brendan, for that wonderful you are welcome. summary. Did I answer article. your question? No, you didn't. Is there that anything else did. I can do to help you today? <laughs> That's racist. Is it though? <laughs> Call Microsoft customer support and tell me who answers your phone. Is it Kevin or Namish? It's Kevin who is Namish. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, new gadgets are coming out every day, right? Every day. So I see you have something written here that I couldn't even possibly help to explain. So would you continue on this one? So we've talked about quantum computers a little bit. Just a bit, I think. Just a little bit. You know, you put a cat inside a box with a radioactive element and you open the box or you don't open the box and you don't know if it's alive or dead until you open the box. And that right? is, yeah. And that is exactly how a quantum computer works. It's just boxes and boxes of maybe dead or alive cats. <laughs> so it's more or less uh, quantum computers operate on a bunch of principles that I really don't feel like getting into. I also have a very, very bad grasp on it, but I get it a little bit. They they work on superposition and light, photons. Yes. Correct. But what a bunch of researchers at Stanford have developed is a microphone that detects quantum sounds. So they can't use a traditional diaphragm. It really it really just picks up the electrical signals and basically translates that into a sound. But they're able to basically listen to these 
they're not photons, they're phonons, which is the sound that a bit makes. And the application of this is this could actually be the next quantum computer. So quantum okay. computers suck as they are because they're really, really hard to make and really, really hard to use. But if they make them out of phonons, it can be much more efficient, theoretically. Storage-wise, right? Just in every way. Okay. Because, I mean, this doesn't really have anything to do with storage. Uh, it's really operating power, operating capacity. But you can arrange them. If you're looking at phonons, you can arrange all the qubits in much more compact and much more organized. Huh. So they're also easier to m manipulate than photons, which is a, another benefit. So this is... I don't really have much more else to say about this, but it's pretty cool. It, it definitely bodes well for quantum computers in the in the near future. You know, quantum computers are going to change the landscape so quickly and so rapidly. They're, yeah, if Russia came out with a quantum computer, they would instantly be the world superpower. Yeah. I uh, mean, a, because if I could break down, quantum computers can break all encryption that we know of today very very fast whereas like a 258-bit encryption key would take uh like a trillion years to break or something with a standard computer a quantum computer could probably do it in a day Maybe I, I think it's a couple seconds it could break our current encryption systems which is it generates a random number and you have to know that number yeah. to open the encryption yeah because they're much better at basically at factoring is, is yep. what it comes down to they they also uh i I love quantum mechanics and, and principles. It's something I wish I had studied in school, but I wasn't nearly uh, dedicated enough to my studies to even consider right. it. <laughs> but what they do is they have a couple principles they operate off. And sadly, the downfall of quantum is the fact it has to operate at like 0.02 Kelvin. Yeah, that is really, which is really cold. That's near absolute zero. Which is almost impossible. Well, we haven't yet reached absolute zero ever we've come very close but to keep something that cold f for any period of time is very very difficult yeah so for sure quantum you might think it's coming along faster than it is or whatever but i think it's you know 20 30 years in the making before you have to consider it being a problem maybe but really all it's going to take to change the landscape of the current electronic world is one quantum computer you're right and I'm very thankful that almost certainly that is going to be developed by the U.S. It'll be the new space race. It, yeah, it'll be the quantum race because the first one to get quantum computing has access to everything, basically. Yeah, no matter who we are, our, everything is compromised. Uh -huh. So if you've been stashing money under your bed and you haven't been <laughs> near a computer for the last 30 years, you're safe. So you'll never hear this. Right. But I, I think that it would probably be 10-ish years. Ten They've been working on it for a while, but for the first computer to be realistically usable by the government and military, it, 10 years. That's why we're raiding Area 51, man. Yeah. That's trying, to stop, trying to stop them early. September. Is there a hashtag for that? Hashtag Raid Area 51? Well, there'll be hashtag, hashtag remember September 20th. <laughs> <laughs> remember, man, remember the 20th of September? Yeah. It'll be the our Tenement Square. Let's keep it going. Let's go into a little lighter topic. Oh. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm positive. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So 
You've always wanted your wife to be part cat, right? Nope. Oh. Nope. Nope. Oh, maybe I'm confusing with somebody else. Also, it specifically says you can't do that. <laughs> in the article. Anyways, uh, so Japan has agreed to finally bring to full term a human animal hybrid. That just, just that let, sounds just that, misleading. Just let that sink. That in. sounds so misleading. How though. is it? Because it sounds like we're gonna be part. I know that's what it actually is, but like half of you is an animal and the other half of you is human. That is exactly what it is. That is not even close to hundred percent. <laughs> what is the purpose of this anyway? Uh, so if you can imagine, cannibalism is bad, right? But right. if you could make a pig that has human organs, you can harvest the organs for transplant and then still eat the bacon. And tell me that is not the most efficient organ farm you've ever heard of i would say that is the most that sounds delicious would the bacon change flavor though it would taste a little saltier <laughs> <laughs> so that's not actually what they're doing but japan has agreed to let these embryos come to full term they've created human animal embryos in the past but due to ethical concerns have never let them come to full term because apparently the standards that we have for humans is that much higher than animals because it should be well yeah <laughs> it, it makes sense uh but like they don't want to accidentally create a half human half pig thing mm -hmm. that's sentient but it's a pig yeah yeah so Man. we don't want that this is gonna be nuts so what they're th the actual goal here is to get human organs from animals so what they're doing is the in this particular test that they've approved somehow they're inserting human cells into rodents embryos right uh they're trying to get a human pancreas not not a transplantable human pancreas but a pancreas that is theoretically human okay. inside of a mouse <laughs> which is just it's really hard to wrap your head around uh but if if any of the human cells make it into the brain of the rodent, it, they'll they'll kill it. What happens if you know? I don't know, man. I this is such uh, a mind bender. I this really messes with me because I think this is a you know the road to hell is paved with good intentions kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a good cause, but it. I feel like the repercussions of this is going are going to be massive. Maybe. I mean, if everything's really strictly controlled, but it's still odd. It takes one scientist to, you know, yeah, I'm going to kill these rodents because they have, you know, they're developing a human brain, like a human capable brain. And then they don't. And you have rats that have human thought. And access to nuclear weapons because they're rodents. <laughs> what is the the book? We all had to read it. Red Ball? No, no. It's uh, they're like at a farm, and all of the all the rats were tested on Animal Farm. Nope, that's George Orwell. Maurice's Magical Rodents. Stop, they, I forget. You're not helping me by guessing right now. It's Red Ball. No, Red Ball is a is an entire fantasy. Stuart world. Little. Stop it, please, for one second so I can get my thoughts together. Please. Is it Cinderella? I hate you. 
but the the rodents were tested on in a lab and they gained the ability to talk and think oh and they escape it they live on this farm they create their own society underground and they're trying to keep away from the humans and the cat is a villain in it it's we all had to read this book let's let's look it up real quick mrs frisbee and the rats of nim yes that is it okay do you remember reading it? I do not. Oh, maybe, well, I had to read it. Okay, I mean, maybe I could have read it. Miss Andreessen made us read it. Yeah, I, this doesn't sound familiar. It's, it's possible that I, uh, it's possible that I cliff noted it. No, that's fair enough. But this, that's this is what this reminds me of. Uh-huh. That they're not going to realize that the rats or rodents become intelligent, and you create this species. This brand new species that it might not be human. Let's let's not say they're human for sake of argument right now. Human. And these rats no, you don't like that. are capable of conscious thought. Uh-huh. Something that that we determine is what separates us from animals. Uh-huh. How nuts is this going to be? It's going to be nuts. I I mean, I, I I'm not I'm not going to be in favor of it until they start breeding human cheetah hybrids. And race them around a circle, because that would be cool. But until that, I'm not. I'm not okay with it. Imagine what our Olympics is gonna be. You've got to be a certain type of animal to compete. <laughs> half man, half bear, half, half pig. pig. <laughs> it's a. Uh, I mean, it, it. You pretty much nailed it. it. It's a. It's a good idea in the sense that getting more or less guilt-free organs for people who need transplants. That's cool. Yeah. And capitalism will support this model, uh, but it's creepy. It's it sounds like the beginning of some weird B sci fi movie. Yep. Not not B movie. Sorry, not like B movie with Jason Statham, <laughs> who totally is in that movie. Uh, <laughs> a B level movie, like a, a crap yes. Movie. I got what you meant. Not a movie about beads. Okay. But a movie that kind of sucks. Now, for real, for real, let's get into some things that don't involve using your noggin and moral dilemmas and money. Bees? Stop it. Toyota has announced the Supra Revival. What do you mean they've announced it? It's like on sale now. Yeah. yeah. They, they announced it and they brought it out. They, they, na- they announced this forever ago. You are way behind the times, dude. I, okay, they didn't announce it, but it's finally out. It's, it's finally Okay, here. all right, there we go. Thank you. Gosh, you were critical. <laughs> At the beginning of this episode, we were, we were clicking. Now I want you to die. Oh, well, that's a little <laughs> bit harsh. So what do you think about this Supra? It for looks, those of you who don't know, the Supra was around in the 80s and maybe the early 90s, and they discontinued it for some reason. It's a Toyota. It was a pretty popular mid-performance coupe. coupe. It looks like a Mazda to me. Uh, yeah, so these are the least flattering pictures of the Supra that I've seen yet. The back end looks a lot like an Alpha, and the front end looks a little mossy, yeah. Uh, but what are your what are your thoughts on it? Besides besides the looks, just the whole thing. Uh, I I think Toyota is is reaching here. Uh-huh. I think the price tag that goes along with this vehicle is it's they're hoping nostalgia sells. Yep, that is that's exactly what I was thinking because I I've always thought Supers were cool. And when it was like announced that one was coming out, I was like, hmm, you know, maybe I'll get that. Because what it was before was an affordable 
reasonably performanced, reasonably priced, good-looking car. Yeah. What it is now is a reasonably performanced, reasonably good-looking, expensive-ass car. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's fifty grand for this thing, and it does. It's it's hardly any better than my car. Yeah, it's got a. It's has the same three-liter engine that all the BMW 335s have in them. That uh, six, that uh, inline six. Yep. This was developed by BMW. Almost all of the engine components is BMW based. Ooh, I don't know how so, to go with that. What you can do is you can buy it's, and it was also this is um this was announced or not, but this was released with BMW Z4. Yep. So the Z4 is priced almost identical to this vehicle, except the Z4 is convertible, so therefore it's hot garbage. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I thought you were gonna say that was, that was a good thing. And I was like, no, it's not technically a BMW, but I feel like the like Toyotas should be cheap to fix, and that's what they've been renowned for. They are right. easily Re- and affordable, reliable, and cheap to fix. But what they've done now is they put a bunch of BMW parts in it. Expensive that, to fix. Expensive to fix and not, not easy. reliable. Yep. And yeah, definitely not easy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what really staggers me is that it's fifty fifty five grand. So all the models have been released uh, are all being sold for seventy five to a hundred thousand dollars now. They're like the oh they're being resold for yeah, seventy. P- yeah, like, because they were limited edition. Yeah. yeah, but I don't get it. I mean, so some stats on it. It's got three liter engine, zero to sixty in four point one seconds. It's got like I think about three hundred and forty horsepower. It's three thirty four, three thirty five horsepower and three hundred sixty five pounds of torque. Yeah, that's. It's not that's not much. Not for 50k. No. Sorry, not worth it. No, I mean that's you 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 totally nailed it. They're just it's cool. It, yeah. It's a little nostalgic, and it's like for the people who grew up with the Supras that are now in a midlife crisis and can afford it. It's, oh That's yeah. what it's for. That's 100 percent. You they they're like, hmm, what can we do here? Because Toyota's not a performance brand. Not anymore. Were they? Well, when I'm originally with the Supra, I would say they were. All right, yeah. That was that was definitely a a, a very popular performance vehicle. Yeah. Uh, but the the 50k price tag, I feel like that's the line where either the car is exceptionally good looking or it performs exceptionally well in an area, and this car does neither of that. Yeah, it's not exceptionally good looking. I do. I, it's pretty. Yeah. It's cool. It's not exceptional, neither in performance nor in looks. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. So, Nostalgia hopefully sells. Oh, it definitely will. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've totally got it in the bag here. It's just, for me, who I'm not like, oh, Super is the best thing in the world. It just doesn't appeal to me like that. Agreed. Yeah. And moving on from that. Yeah. To other vehicle news that you have actually participated in this week. Yeah, I know, right? I saw this because I thought it was crazy. I talk trash about Teslas, but electric vehicles do have their uses. And in this particular case, Ford developed an electric prototype for the F-150. It towed 10 double-decker rail cars stuffed with 42 F-150s, and it weighed over a million pounds. Their prototype electric vehicle <laughs> towed a million pounds. That's, that's insane. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. I mean, I'm sure those batteries died real quick. I was quick. just about to say, like, how far can it tow weight? 
I don't have an edge for that. I mean, the range of the best electrical vehicle is like 360, 375 right now. And that's that's one of the Teslas. I forget which one because I don't care about Tesla. <laughs> uh, but it, it's like, not it's not that far. No. It, there's no way it's that far. And I mean, it, you saw way back when uh, the commercials for the Toyota Tundra towing the space shuttle. Yes. That was like, you don't want to do that. Because it's way above the towing capacity. <laughs> way above. Yes. Like a million pounds. If Once you're able to get it going, you can't stop. Yeah, the towing capacity is based off the vehicle's stopping ability, not how much it can actually pull. Right. And you get you get a thousand people together. They can pull this one million pound trailer. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm either. just saying... It's it's not an accurate measurement of how well it will actually perform as a pickup truck, but it's promising. It's capable is what that kind of shows. It is capable of pulling weight that seems extraordinary. Yes, and it's it is specifically being made to compete with Tesla's electric pickup, which is coming soon ish. I guess I don't what so. Here here's something that I I wish they would do. I get that electric vehicle is. You know, they want to be a pure electric vehicle, but uh, go the route that Porsche did, Ferrari did, and hybrids. Hybrids. Oh man. If you had a hybrid so cool. truck, you could you could tow a yacht. You could tow a yacht from one lake to the next lake. Yep. No trailer. <laughs> <laughs> but I I just feel like they're they're really a, a, a company will pick up on it eventually. I feel like ha, pick up on it. You like what I did there? Totally intentional. <laughs> but I, I feel like a hybrid is the way to go with trucks because fuel economy is always the plague of them. Yep. They're terrible daily drivers solely because of fuel economy. Yep. You put a hybrid with it, you you can push 30, 40 MPG, and you also have an insane amount of power. So the current Ford model has a range of 720 miles, which is a lot, with the optional 36-gallon tanks, which is crazy. But the electric vehicle is not going to be able to go anywhere near there. I would like to point out, though, that in general, I'm very stereotyping here. In general, the people who are buying pickup trucks will not, out of principle, buy an electric vehicle. <laughs> so it feels like, you know, it's a bit of a lost lost cause here. I mean, it, it makes sense, sort of, but just they're not going to buy it. No. They're not going for it. Because... The coal rollers ain't never gonna buy an electric vehicle. No, <laughs> but I'd be way more willing to buy a hybrid truck that's got the performance of a Porsche nine one eight. Yeah, nine eighteen it, it pushes out a thousand horsepower. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Seventeen hundred pounds of torque. That'd be dope. Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> Zero to sixty in one point one one seconds, <laughs> and a crash in one point one four seconds. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. I think that's all I've got to talk about vehicles, though. Yeah, it's that's all I got. It's all about I got in there. I think we only got two more things here. Do we? Yeah. Oh, I see. We do. Let's go. So, have you ever wondered about China's oppressive regime? I I actually have, and I know a bit more about it than I'd say your average American. Well, that's good for you. Yeah. So, I've come to find out, and that's why I want to talk about it, that... For a game to be released in China from now on, 
companies have to abide by their strict oppressive policies. Right. Uh, the game has to have age limit factors set into it. Like a 10-year-old can only play for two hours at certain times of the day. They can't play in the afternoon or something. Oh, so they're tracking your kids. Pretty much. And uh. the companies, the only way they can release their games in China is to abide by these rules. So basically, they're contributing to the oppression is my take. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Google just went through a thing where um, they were working on Dragonfly, I believe is what it's called. It was a censored search engine for China. And they ended the project due to overwhelming backlash. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's it's a pretty common thing. I mean, in order for you to release a game in China, it has to be, I don't know how to put this, Fortnite could not be released in China until Tencent, which is the big video game company in China, like made a deal with them because Tencent is a Chinese company. You can't have a company from any other country release a product in China, right. pretty much. It has to be a Chinese company making some sort of deal with a foreign company so that the state has a part in that company. Yep. So like you're saying, any video game that's going to be released in China has to go through this, has to go through some Chinese company that is being controlled by the state. And these companies aren't mandated, mandated, I don't want to say that word, mandated to be controlled by the state, but they get incredible tax breaks if they agree to have state intervention. Yeah. And the point of a company is to make money, so why wouldn't you do it? Right. So, I this is odd. It irritates though. me that China is like this. Yes. I, I, I want them to change. I, I agree. I want them to stop killing their citizens for standing up. Yes. Start killing them for sitting down. <laughs> I mean, the, the tracking of the children is weird. Odd. I feel like there's going to be ways around it. Like, as a kid, you just make another account and yeah. you just, like, switch accounts every two hours or whatever. Um, unless they go a step further and require, like, the equivalent of a social security number in order to make an account. I'm sure they do. Which wouldn't surprise me either because they're just going nuts over there. I mean, you know, they have that... Uh, There's a Black Mirror episode on it, actually. I think before they implemented it. They have the social ranking. So you, like, get points or lose points based on your behavior. So if you go into a restaurant and cuss out the waiter, you lose points. And if you lose enough points, you can't take public transportation. That's, I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh. I mean, I saw, I've seen the Black Mirror episode. Uh-huh. No, it's exactly what they're doing in China, except oh. for the government controls your rating instead of other people, more or less. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yo. No, it's so oppressive. I mean, this is this is mildly oppressive in in the face of the other things that yes. they're doing. It's this was just in concern to video game news. Yes, that China has stepped up their game to control their population, which is a bit absurd. I mean, this. I guess I guess the idea, and there's actually been a lot of backlash. Well, hold up, go go up, yep, go up. Yep, 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 yep. Too far. Nope. Back. Yep. Stop. These systems require players to enter their national ID. Oh, so it is pretty much a social security. Right, number. so you can't create multiple accounts. So you play you play for two hours. You switch over to your brother's account and play for two hours. And then you punch him when he asks you why. <laughs> <laughs> why he can't play. This is this is ridiculous. Wow. Yep. I feel like I was going somewhere with that. 
I, I a lot of countries have recently been, you know, kind of um, getting intervening in video games because they're like, oh, big time waster. Because kids have never wasted time in the past. It's only when we invented video games right. that kids started <laughs> wasting time. Like, my dad definitely didn't kick rocks at a bucket when he was a kid. No, he was always studying. <laughs> always. <laughs> or if he wasn't studying, he was finding a job to provide for him, his family, and his country. Right. Agreed. <laughs> so, I mean, no, it's... I, I, the, the, I would guess that the idea is you get kids to play fewer video games, kids will be more productive. What actually happens is you get kids to play... You force kids... To play less video games, they get more angry. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Somebody in the article made a wonderful point that is what really struck home with me: is it's American companies are part of an American society and should be in institutions that we can trust, abiding by American values, and we pride in freedom. And by these companies going and releasing games in China and submitting to the Chinese regime and propping the Chinese regime because it is profitable to China, Yep, they, they, they're part of the problem that in this case. But they're a business, and businesses are about making money, they are about so making why money. wouldn't they? It's just, where do we draw the line? Rock and hard spot, man. There yeah. are there are companies that, that out of principle will refuse to do things like this, but they're few and far between, really. Most companies are like, hmm, money. We'll sweep this under the rug. But money, yes, money. Also, also, money. <laughs> yes. And speaking of money, speaking of money and spending money on things you probably shouldn't. And by probably, I mean, if you definitely if you purchase this, I don't want to ever speak to you again. That's fair. A streamer. Mm hmm. Mostly known for her nudity and sensual content. Nudity. Mm hmm. She has like private Snapchat, you know, that kind of whole like you can pay for her oh, her uh -huh. explicit Snapchat, whatever. Bella Delphine decided she was going to sell her bathwater and it sold out the day it was released. Yeah. Yeah. Her. I'm sure it wasn't her actual bathwater. Are you? I'm not. I really don't. Know. I bet it was. But the fact that the concept was there. Like that's disgusting to me. Okay, so on which side is it disgusting? On the seller or the purchaser? The purchaser is the is the worst person here. Yeah, okay. Because while I think it's fucking gross Taking advantage of stupid people is allowed. Right, just find a way to make some, <laughs> some extra money. This is a side hustle. It's just taking baths. If I could make money taking baths I would. I probably would. Yeah. I mean, it's really gross. Don't get me wrong. And the fact that anybody thought of it, you know, I bet she's not the first person to do this. First time I'm hearing about it. Yeah. Um, it's just big because she's a, a streamer, which is just kind of in the community that I'm in. Uh, good for her, I guess, but it's weird. Oh, yeah. I mean, why would you want that? Also, what are you going to do with it? You can't. You gotta, uh, it was to drink. What? That was the huge thing was you could drink her bath water. I would rather eat my own toes. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> what a comparison. What is brother. wrong with people? I don't that's, know. That is, if it is, that's unsanitary. 
Really? At the very least. At the very least, it's unsanitary. Yeah. Unless she didn't use soap. I don't care if she used <laughs> soap or she bathed in uh, hydrochloric acid. It's unsanitary. What is... Well, hydrochloric acid would be unsanitated for a different reason. Because <laughs> she'd be... Well, that's actually not the worst acid there is. No. No, not even close. I, I mean, like, it's most really... of the skin would be in the water. Yeah. Oh, oh. But... Uh, oh, this is gross. <laughs> this is gross. I I just wanted to bring this up because the amount, the, the amount of stupidity out in the world amazes me. Do you know how much she sold it for? I don't. If we take a small, quick cut, yep, <laughs> I can find that out. So it's being sold for thirty dollars a jar. Yep. And these jars don't actually look that big. Probably sixteen ounces. So she could probably make a killing off one bathtub full of this. I'm done. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> we yeah. appreciate your support. Let's end it right here. Uh, can maybe consider becoming a patron, but you know, after if you don't uh, after this episode, I, I don't, I don't blame you. Oh, I'm work. I forgot to mention, I, I'm working on a t-shirt design because you, you've been kind of sucking at it. Because uh, I'm not creative. Yes. I no, can- working on a t-shirt design. Three quarters of the way there. Our patrons eligible for the free t-shirt are gonna get it. So please make sure you send us your address if it's not already in there and your shirt size so we can go ahead and get that order long or short sleeve please long or short sleeve yep or tank i guess yeah we'll do a tank yep just let let us know obviously let us know yeah have a wonderful day guys thank you so much for listening